drag does is it takes normative narratives, the songs that we hear around us every day, the imagery, the characters that we surround ourselves with, and it squeezes our fabulous little queer bodies into it. And that shifts the meaning of that culture, of those normative stories, of stories of love, of beauty, and we put our bodies in it. Yes. And it changes it and makes it weird and makes it fabulous. Right now, we need that more than ever. As you know, we are in a time of violence because even next Friday, we are going to welcome a cabinet of white supremacists to control this country, taking what many queer and brown people have known for a long time, that this country, that progress in this country has not been linear and that we are not done with the fight yet for it. And drag is a place where we can transform that fight into something beautiful and present. And the fight for beautiful and awakened, the future of drag, the thing we talk about all the time and think about, needs to be more than just a wink and a nudge that culture here is wrong. It needs to be actually radically imagining new types of beauty, radically re She got it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it is. And did she ever oh, get it? You know, I got to tell it. you, the lip sync ninja of season nine, because no one saw that coming. Unless, of course, well, they saw her clips on YouTube, you know? Right. Unless you were listening to our podcast and you, like, saw the things that we posted. Like, she is, she slayed this finale. And you know what? She didn't just slay the finale. Like, she, this whole season her from the from the clip of the week that we posted right mm -hmm. uh we should also say that this was our clip of the week when we were introducing sasha valor and getting to know the queens back in the beginning of the season mm -hmm. and we used this uh this clip or you you brought me this clip uh when we were talking to her or talking about her and she has she hasn't wavered yeah it's unwavering throughout the season of this vision of what beauty means the fact that she can be a drag queen and be bald in a similar sense of Bob the drag queen and and challenge what it means to be feminine in that sense. Yeah. Right? That, that Bob did as well. And then bring this whole other aspect to drag, which is to change the world through, through gender reconstruction, through art, yeah. through creativity, through the fact... I mean, she was throwing rose petals. Oh. I mean, I... I, I I can't even call him. So uh, what I love the most about this clip, it, not just what she said, because if it's worth a listen to many, many times because she has a lot to say in this clip. Mm -hmm. But what I love the most about this clip is that it just shows that she hasn't changed, that yeah. her whole mission and her whole vision is still the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really like this was, uh, I think we used this when we were doing our Give Her Another Take. And this was kind of like, okay, this is this is what you need to know about Sasha. And obviously- Give her another take. Give her another take. And and obviously, I mean, we've been we've been on board with, with Sasha Valora from the start. She's really been the one we were most drawn to. And, you know, and of course, it's like the way that she talks about what drag can do, what drag does. And 
it was just it's so it's so awesome it's so validating to actually see that um you know as she says like you know the audience you know co-signs their fantasies and rupaul's drag race is co-signing her message and her vision and giving her this bigger platform and i mean just watching in a world now in a world now we need sasha velour's visions yeah right and, and just seeing the finale and seeing a queen who looked like that was dressed like that performing like that winning it was like this is so fucking cool and i know i mean i know that there's a lot of mixed opinions about this finale and i understand you know if we're looking at track records shea coulee's was technically better and and all of that is fine well so, certainly we'll, cer- we'll certainly talk about that this episode yeah for but sure I, mean, you I think can, i think it's worth talking about totally yeah. but i i don't think you can deny that like in the format these queens were handed to win the crown Sasha won it fair and square. You can't argue with her lip syncs. You can argue with some of the other ones, but like I know a lot of people have debates about Trinity and Peppermint. I get it, but you cannot yeah, argue. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. cannot argue that Sasha killed those lip syncs. And if you don't agree, then we are never gonna agree. <laughs> I am never gonna change my mind about this, Mary. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. T- what is what is what is Trinity's line? Uh, I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. I'm gonna yeah, tell you to stop. You're, you're wrong, and I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. You're done. I'm gonna tell you why you're done. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I just like that is my kind of drag. Like that drama. Yeah. Oh, completely. The face, all in the face. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. And oh my god. Especially the the last lip sync. Like the the dressography that she was doing. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the dressography, the the fact that she the first part of that song, she was like, no, it's all about my lips. And yeah. she, that's all we saw. And that's all we fucking needed to see. It yeah. was oh, it was brilliant. And it made <laughs> it it dwarfed Peppermint. Yeah, because Peppermint then looked like a club queen and Sasha looked like a like like a star. I mean, did like, I say like a pro Sasha? All we needed to see was your lips. You know, we need to see your lips. This is the lip sync. And like the, <laughs> the, the nod to that, the, the, when she came out with that mm. mask on, I was like, I mean, it was so brilliant. And I, I have to believe that there was some intention there, that some nod to like the most infamous ele- element of season nine. And then she like brought that to her final lip sync. smacked it across the face, yep. no pun intended. Yeah. It was brilliant. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm very much looking forward to talking about this finale today. Great. Uh, you know, one more thought on Sasha Valore and her just her ideals uh, with within this clip of the week. She one of the things that I love the most about her is is her insistence that we challenge what it means to be beautiful mm-hmm. and and that beauty comes in all forms and all shapes and that it really comes from within and what i love the most about sasha valor's drag is that she doesn't always look quote unquote beautiful Mm -hmm. what's beautiful about her drag is how impeccable it is and how much heart and and light is coming out of her yeah because she she, i mean she isn't uh, just like bob the drag queen like it's not this glamorous Thing, but it be, it becomes elevated and high drag because of how much attention is paid to uh, to every aspect of their face, to to what they're putting together, to what the whole thing looks like. Whereas you take a queen like, um, oh, let's say like Nina Monina Brown, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much attention to the makeup, 
but the whole as a whole maybe it's missing a mark right yeah. or maybe there's not a message that's coming across i feel like holistically sasha valor nailed every single look throughout the season and that's why i feel like this crown is hers and not to mention she didn't actually wear the crown at the end of the episode yeah because as my friend pointed out to me she they, they didn't have anything to pin it to exactly i was like oh they had no way to keep it on her head so it was like girl we'll do this later yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know and in some ways i can't get mad about just a bald head you know just like you know what i mean egg head the little egg head i mean <laughs> i can't believe that that never came up all this time this brainy little queen and no one ever called her an egg head but <laughs> well that's her emoji now that is yes that egg. is her egg yes yes oh i'm so proud of that little egg she's a good egg she's a good egg good egg egg. so colin why don't you tell our listeners what they're listening to oh well you are listening to another episode of all right mary all right mary all right mary which is our podcast dedicated to all things drag race the world of drag race and the paradigm that rupaul has created with this little tv show I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And today we'll, of course, be recapping the finale, the grand finale of season nine. And what a perfect way to end it with our podcast on Pride. This is Pride Sunday for New York City. Yep. And it's a a wonderful day to remember, you know, that people are still struggling. Mm-hmm. And uh, the gay people within the gay community of all colors and all shapes and sizes are still struggling um, to to fit into the status quo in this in this world and and as RuPaul's message says like you just need to love yourself yeah. love yourself first and that light can help propel you and another reason why I think Sasha Valore totally fits this brand is that she reminds us that having pride in who you are no matter who you are what you are what you look like mm-hmm. is 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 really the first thing that you need. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes me think about the little speech that she said to her, you know, younger self in the previous episode. And it's like, as a kid, you're going to feel that you're weird and you're too feminine and you're all these different things. And it's like, and you are. And, and you are. And and those are the good. Those are good. That That's really right. good. And right. And it's I mean, the weirdest, the worst things that you think about yourself are probably the best things about. Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are your unique identifiers. And it's like. That's what makes you special. That's what you've got to bring to the table that makes you stand out. And it just, yeah. it was, you know, especially, I mean, the first, because obviously we watched these episodes a few times to kind of prepare for the podcast, and I would rewatch them anyway. But, you know, the first time I watched the finale, I mean, it was it was a spectacle. I mean, so many times I was, I mean, I ran out of things to throw. You know what I mean? I was just like, dollar bills, underwear, I was, shoes. I mean, I got... <laughs> Yeah, under her shoes, Colin. I was with, um, I was in Astoria, Queens, mm-hmm. looking for Amanda from Girlfriends. Yeah, so I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, Amanda. All right, um, Amanda. Uh, no, so I was in Astoria, Queens, with all of these uh, drag race uh, friends and 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 people from the organization I work for, and uh, I think I, I tweeted um, the gifts that we got for the finale. He made us Barbie dolls uh, dressed up like. these drag queens anyway long story short too late uh he (laughs) clue reference um uh when when peppermint did that reveal like it was literally like a touchdown like it was literally like we were in this rowdy we were screaming standing like shaking it was oh it was so wild and you know what i 
Oh God, we we have to talk about about the finale and why it's great and why it's maybe not great. I mean, there are two sides to why this finale is good for Drag Race and why it maybe isn't. But let me tell you, the energy in that room when I watched it was why it's fucking awesome. Oh, I mean, it it took that whole element of like. You know, like what we talked about, like, you know, watching Drag Race in a bar and that sort of like communal experience. And now it's like, oh, this must be what it's like to watch sports in a bar. And this was, I mean, this was like watching the Super Bowl in a bar. I mean, finally, I, the finale had some stakes. Yeah. And it had some reason to tune in. My God. Yeah. My God, it was fantastic. Sorry, it, go for it. No, I mean, it was, it was such an incredible experience. And I feel like, I mean, that peppermint reveal, I was just like, Oh my god, like it was just, oh bitch, oh bitch, oh bitch, bitch. I just, I mean like granted like, I don't even care that the look she transformed into is very much like your aunt at a wedding, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm not mad at an aunt at a wedding, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) She took her shoes off to boogie after dessert, I'm not mad at it, you know? (laughs) Like she had just come from like... Sunday church and and I and and it was fine I didn't care because you know it makes me think about we got this great email um uh from uh Chris we got a great email and he was talking about how you know with with drag shows I mean he said you know I think you know he said I've been seeing drag shows thing for like 30 years or something and he's like you know we didn't care about if the look was impeccable or it was like are you entertaining like are you funny are you putting on a good show and I thought about that I was like yeah that's all I care about in this moment I don't really care that she's what they look like or that she looks like somebody's hand yeah right I don't really care that she's given me Macy's realness like I'm just (laughs) like living for the fact that she just put on a fucking show and that yeah. to me, I was like, yeah, that she made us feel things. She made us feel things. She affected us. She distracted us for the moment, mm-hmm. right? From any sorrow that we might be feeling, for any self-loathing that we might be feeling in that moment. All of a sudden, she said, "No, look here. Think about this. This is fabulous." Yeah, and it really like that moment. And what it really made me think about was, I mean, just a reminder that like peppermint. I mean. It would have been interesting. It would have been cool if she won. But, like, she's such a star. She's such a superstar. Like, she's – I'm – obviously her career is going to just take off more than it already has. I mean, it, it's so deserved. And I think what she was able to show people in that moment and even getting to the top two is that she – there may have been elements of the actual, like, competition that she wasn't the strongest in. But, like, she – when it comes to the type of drag that she does, when it comes to putting on a show, showstopper, she's a, a showstopper. And I think like if if people take anything away from seeing Peppermint on season nine, it's that she is a killer entertainer and deserves a bigger crowd and deserves more. Oh, attention and if, that. if I may piggyback on that, if there's anything else that they might take away from season nine, it's that it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman in drag. Yeah. That if you can fucking entertain mm-hmm. and look fucking fierce and fabulous, it does not matter if you're a man or a woman in drag. Yeah, I mean that it's, it's still drag. It is still drag, and you can still do high drag. I mean, when she walked out in that winter green dress, yeah, Colin, Colin, that was probably. I mean, mm, it's it's of the top one or two looks of the night. 
for oh, sure. Yeah, it was just, I mean, it was high, high drag. And at no oh point God. was I concerned about what was between her legs. I mean, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, it was Ugh. like th- to me. This is this is not about what you're tucking. This is about what you're bringing. And <laughs> like, tote sorry bag. Trinity. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Sorry <laughs> Trinity. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, what's the tote bag? That's a great tote bag. Yeah. It's not about what you're tucking. It's, it's about, about what you're bringing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's not yeah. about what you're toting. It's about what you're bringing. All right. Hey, somebody's dad <laughs> right, just Mary. showed up. All right, Mary. <laughs> Sorry, no, kids. I mean, hey, kids. <laughs> now that I think about when we talk about somebody's dad, it just makes me think about Sasha Valore's dad. Like, oh, Papa Valore. Oh, what a sweetheart. Oh, I mean, I I know oh, we're, we're jumping around, but I mean, I just I couldn't. Uh, Papa Valore and and her boyfriend Johnny Valore. I mean, every time they cut to them, oh, like after she won the first lip sync, and they, oh God, it was just. I mean, it really seeing all their parents, you know, Reverend Coulee and Peppermint's mom. I mean, there's, it's just, it feels so good. It's just, I love a drag queen's parents watching them perform. I just love that. I just think that's beautiful. And, and to see how proud he was and that he has viewing parties. And I think, um, somebody on Twitter shared with us the clip of him because they obviously, they, they don't know who actually won until it airs. And I think maybe it was, I can't remember who, who posted, maybe it was Twitter Joe. Um, there was a clip on Twitter of Papa Valor watching the finale on TV and then seeing Sasha win, and he was a wreck. It was, oh. I was, a, he was crying, I was crying, everyone was crying. They were crying. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was really, I have to agree with you, this was like the best finale we've seen in, in, since they've gone live, because the live ones have never had stakes this high and i mean oh my god it was such a difference and it you know and i know i'm i'm fairly certain and people can correct us on this but i'm fairly certain that this lip sync thing i mean they found out about the lip syncs you know a couple weeks before Mm -hmm. they needed to lip sync i feel like that decision was made based on what happened in season nine yeah i mean that's a good question is like why they decided to do this and I mean, it's like, I think if they didn't do it, it does feel to me that it would have been an obvious win of Shay and then maybe a Trinity upset, you know? And like, we all kind of, if they did a traditional, like, format. Right, maybe a Trinity, exactly, a Trinity upset. I I could have seen a Sasha upset, but like, definitely a Trinity upset over Shay. Like, Mm -hmm. we were all expecting it was going to be Shay. And that would have been a well-deserved win, for sure, based on... You know the, the the normalcy of of what the series has set up, mm-hmm. um, which is why season nine has kind of come in and been like, no, we have something important to say, mm-hmm. which is social justice corner, and we're going to unabashedly do it, whether it feels like we're preaching, we don't care, we're going to tell these stories, and then oh, also we're going to change up the finale and how the winner is chosen, Yeah. right? It's no longer – because what I like about it is like, okay, here's your top four. They all could have the crown. Every single person I talked to was said, you know what? I don't really have any strong feelings about who wins. You know, I don't really hate anybody. That's good Yeah. that there was not a villain that made it to the top four or top three, right? I think yeah. that's great because then it's like, okay, no stakes. And then they're like, oh, wait, but we are going to put some stakes on it. We're going to oh. put some steaks on the grill, and yeah. they're going to be bloody, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were they were well done, girl. Yeah. 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 It was – I mean, 
it was it made me think about i mean and you would know more about this than i do but it made me think about in essence it's similar to something like survivor where the game's not over till it's over and it's not just about who wins the most challenges it's not just about like merit right there's so many other right and, once you get once you get to the end then it looks back on how well you played the game mm -hmm. and and what people thought of you right there was a whole other game going on the entire game right um I don't know if necessarily that's related to this drag finale, but in the sense that the game wasn't over in the finale, yeah. Yeah. Right. Because like, normally there's no stakes. Like the, the, the queens show up to the finale and they either win or they don't, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But now they, they, they had something to prove. They had something to do. They had something to prep for, right? These queens had to learn the shit out of these songs for the for the last two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I think um, the similarity I think of with, with Survivor is that you really – you couldn't really predict who was going to win just based on like, oh, well, they did really well all season. It's like, well, there's there's more than just that. And I mean, you know, and we'll get into it, but like, let's just put this out there. I'm curious if you agree when it, I mean, Shay being the front runner all season, she, I, that lip sync was not her best moment. I, I, my sense is no. she, she could have done better than that. I think that she is oh a better Oh my god, queen. there was no, there wasn't as much, you know what I said out loud when I was watching, I was like, Shay doesn't look so emotional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas Sasha was going, was Meryl Streep. I mean. My god, my god. Wait, what, what is, what does she say? Uh, <laughs> so help me god. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I completely agree. There was, a, there was such an intensity in Sasha that it dwarfed Shay. Yeah, uh, and, and, and it was, was it was unreal. And I was surprised because when they announced that song, I mean, I knew this. I knew that the spoiler. Oh, it was Shay's to lose. Yeah, it was Shay's to lose. Yeah, and really at that point, we had not seen Sasha lip sync. We really didn't know what to expect. Her look did not look the part. No, Shay no. I was like, what part. is she wearing? Yeah, yeah. Shay did look the part. Shay looked the part. I mean, it's fucking Whitney Houston. I thought, well, this. Like, if I didn't know the spoilers that it was going to come down to Peppermint and Sasha, I would have... Or Chi-Chi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, okay, well, you know. I mean, honestly, both lip syncs. I mean, like, we'll get into them. I think we should talk about, like, the interviews, and so we should build up a little. Okay, yeah, we should build up. Okay, that's fine. Um, we're kind of doing a lot of um, overview, and, and so let's get into it. Yeah. Why, why don't we do that? Yeah. Uh, I, I certainly don't want to forget... Uh, to talk about this this controversy because for me the the kind of main issue I want to talk about in this podcast is is this format of the finale good for Drag Race or is it not good for Drag mm. Race right because I think that there's two very strong opinions right now should the winner be chosen based on one lip sync or two lip syncs at the finale or should it be you know, a whole arching thing. And I think that there's lots of different arguments within each um, and for each. So that's kind of where I'm going to be coming from uh, yeah. for the next hour or so. Well, and I think, you know, I, and the interviews are what I like about, you know, because obviously watching the episode, I mean, it was all about like, oh, let's just get to these lip syncs, you know. Um, but, you oh. know right. But like rewatching it, you know, there was definitely, it, certainly for a few of them, I mean, there, there was some real, there was some real merit, I guess, to that probably speaks to the point you're making. Like, like the the things we got to see or like learn about the queens. There's something about, I don't know. I just I I, I certainly missed. I certainly missed talking to James Mansfield yeah. and Kamora Black and Cuckoo. Like I, 
you know, Eureka, like I wanted to hear from those queens mm-hmm. and we just got to see them. And let me tell you, they all looked fucking fabulous. Yeah, they all looked, I would have liked to hear from them. And then I thought, Nina, that, Nina, yeah. Nina Bonina Brown's fishy look. I was like, girl, oh she was my giving me God. Trinity K. Bonet. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, I, I thought about that and I was like, well, I guess they did really cover everything at the at the reunions. So like, I don't know what else they would talk about, but um, I think there were some nice moments, certainly with Peppermint, for example, the interview with her. I mean, obviously the highlight for me, I mean, let's just get right to it, was the return of Wintergreen. Talk about somebody's aunt, you know? Wintergreen giving you like, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit next to me realness. You know what I mean? I oh, mean, it was yeah. just... Yeah. And what I loved about, I mean, I loved a couple things about it. One, as our loyal Marys know, I I, I love Sarge. Um, Got a thing for Sarge. I and by do. love, he means he lusts I Sarge. do, I do. He out means of- he thinks about Sarge out of drag, in drag, late at night yep. when he's petting Marco. And uh, when yeah. Marco's humping his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right? It's, you know, I'm really living the life, guys. I'm really, you know... Things are going well. Brooklyn's treat you well. Yeah, yeah. right? And I, yeah, I like I, Sarge. Ugh, you know what I love about Sarge? I mean, I, I, you know, it, it's the energy that he gives off. And I, I, it was what I liked about Peppermint and Sarge in that makeover challenge because it was like what the two of them have in common. And I said this that episode was that they both just have this open, warm, inviting energy that it's just like – and I loved mm. seeing him come back for the finale and and – Again, it wasn't the shtick of a straight guy in drag. He was just living his fantasy. He was just having a he great time. He was in drag. Yeah. He's doing drag. Yeah, he could be on season 10 and that's I mean, he couldn't. But no. like he he might he might have he might work to that one day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd I'd welcome him, you know? Why not? Um and what I loved about it was just like where we are in terms of the evolution of drag race that there is that at the finale we have an an open trans woman and a straight man in drag and it's and it's here they are, you know what I mean? And and it's celebrated. You know, yeah. I was talking to my friend when I was rewatching this yesterday. I mean, I I was overwhelmed with emotion. By by the because you know it's Pride Weekend here and I'm just kind of thinking about that. I did this amazing event on Thursday for the Trailblazers Logo Honors Award ceremony, and so like just activism and and people that are blazing trails has been in my mind this week and especially yesterday when I had this meta moment. I was literally watching on my on on my screen two men in drag lip syncing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what kind of world are we living in that all of a sudden now I can do that? Yeah. I can I can see and, and that it's beauty and that people are clapping. There's a whole theater of people clapping. Mm-hmm. And to your point, a, an open trans woman and a straight man in drag. Yeah. Hugging it out on TV yeah. next to a seven foot tall drag queen. I mean, yeah. I, it's unbelievable and so fucking fantastic. There's so much left to fight for, right? There's obviously so much left to fight for but think about how far we've come and think about rupaul's journey and even pepperin's journey to see them now i mean what a victory lap what a fucking feat oh it's so fantastic sorry i went on a little rant there no i mean what i love about it is that i mean and and it's been said a number of times and it's and it's worth repeating uh Bears repeating. Bears repeating. You know, trans people in drag. This is nothing new. We're just finally getting exposed to it more. But what I really love. Or they're coming out. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about it is that 
and we've seen this in past seasons, is the the transgender contestant. It it's there's some tragedy to the story, right? Like Monica and her struggles, and and you know Sonique at the season two reunion. Like there's it's somewhat of a of a tragic figure, and a and a straight man in drag. It's somewhat of this comical figure, and yet right. here neither of those contexts. It was just it, so beautifully said, Colin. To Sasha's point, yeah. it was just different definitions of beauty. You know. Uh. You know, we, I co-sign. I co-sign. Oh, in ink, absolutely. I loved it. Yeah, in um, blood. Yeah, yeah, and and I just and I I loved Peppermint's reaction. I loved. I heard like from. Oh yeah, was, it was. Sweet. She she yeah. just lost her shit, and apparently yeah. they. I mean, they edited a little bit, but apparently, like the tea is that like actual filming, the audience lost their minds when Wintergreen came out. Like f- they went on like applauding, and I was oh, just like, really? oh, this is wonderful, and I just yeah, I. Oh, Sarge, if you're listening. Ooh, baby. Call me. Call me. Oh, <laughs> uh, call me collect. Call my pager. <laughs> call me bitch. Call me bitch. I don't care what you call me. Just call me again, you know? Like, uh, just save my number, Mary. Uh, he's fantastic. So so anyway, so then we, we move on to the interview with Sasha. <laughs> and I just, I love how little she cared that Katy Perry... <laughs> I don't message oh, her. Oh, what? Why the fuck? I why know. The, you know what? I uh, not even just Katy Perry's, but the other, the Black China one was also like, okay, I get why it was Black China, but I feel right. like Black China was like. Anyway, we'll get to it. So yeah, no. So Katy Perry, yeah. What? What is that? Just because she's like promoting swish swish bish? Like I, I don't understand. I think what it is is because she's doing this thing right now. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but she basically was doing this like twenty four seven live stream of her life. She was doing she was big brothering herself, um, and it's this whole kind of groundbreaking. Yeah, I know, right? And and it's this whole thing of, of showing who she really is. I actually, I watched she she had an interview, or you know, she had a therapy session as part of this, and I watched that, and it's kind of fascinating. It's kind of interesting to watch her talk about like how exhausting like she's so aware of how much this Katy Perry character is not real and is exhausting to maintain and she wants to she doesn't want to be it anymore and it was like oh, but she's on camera saying this no Sorry. I know no I, I agree I agree there, there's something that's automatically um, devalued by the fact that like it's on camera you know but I think as part of this whole uh, experiment that she was doing I think that RuPaul had stopped by and there's a clip of them on YouTube talking um, and so I think that while he was there, they probably filmed, you know, and maybe maybe she is a fan and Sasha Velour was the one she wanted to win. So they filmed a little message, you know. Hmm. Um, but I think I, it is. I, I, I'm still underwhelmed by it. And I thought it was so random and I thought it was so weird and I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> and, it and it felt very, like, impersonal. It was just like, I love you. Thanks for what you do. Bye. It was like, OK, well, you know, insert name here, you know. Uh, so that I mean, was... who could who? Well, then, Colin, we should ask the question: Then, who could they have like brought in that would have been meaningful? Oh, if only they could get Judith Butler. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. I Which, know. I, yeah. It, no, like not ever gonna happen. But it would have been just kind of amazing. I don't know. I don't know who they could have gotten um, because it, she she didn't really. There wasn't really any obvious choice, uh, but it was yeah, it was a little bit random. And like RuPaul was like, "Wasn't that great?" And Sasha's like, "Yeah, you know." <laughs> so sure. she's like, "Thanks, thanks, thanks for that." So much. This is what I got. Okay, great. Uh, you know, it's like Peppermint got Laverne Cox, but I got you know, Katy Perry. <laughs> uh, 
So I, I what I really liked, and I think uh, is obviously a, a through line, not just of this finale, but obviously what we've been talking about with Sasha from the very beginning, and it's just another iteration of it, is in this interview, you know, she says that, she, uh, that the drag that she does pushes the boundaries of what people might expect. And I, right. oh, and I right. thought about her lip syncs in that context, because not to sort of totally jump ahead, you know, jump that boom, boom gun, but in her lip sync both KK KK in her lip sync both with Shay and with Peppermint Shay and Peppermint were giving us what we would expect from those songs and Sasha was giving us not what we would expect and you know and to some extent you know, like this is really Trinity's through line for the se- the season as well she was giving us what we not something that we didn't expect from a pageant girl um, and so i i don't know i just i think that that was the that's that, be, that, to me, felt like the most important element of season nine. And I say that both about Trinity and about Sasha Velour was at this point in time, you know, it's it makes sense to me that the winner or front runners would be queens who were giving us the unexpected, who were it, – it, it's like – it was t- it's similar to like when Sharon Needles came around. It was time to push that boundary a little bit. Right, right. You know? And I think Sasha did that. You know, I want to just push back a little bit. I mean, do not get me wrong. Peppermint's reveal was fabulous, and it was it was executed like a pro. Mm-hmm. But I will say that a reveal at this point is a little expected. Mm-hmm. Totally, certainly, and, and we've seen her do. I mean, there was some clip on YouTube someone edited together. Like we've we've seen a lot of these moves from Peppermint before: crawling on the floor, taking the wig off, like you know breaking out some of the old dance moves like it it's all in peppermint's you know bag of tricks and, and that's i love fine. it fine I, I i will always i will always be happy to see a reveal i love when peppermint brings those moves out but i just think if we're going to think about in the context of of the unexpected we're going to think about boundary pushing does does peppermint push boundaries in other ways absolutely but in terms of like drag and performance and what's being done with drag i think we obviously saw more of that from sasha yeah, yeah, uh, clearly. Yeah. Uh, but but let's let's not jump the boom boom gun yeah. and talk about the lip thing so much. So who was interviewed next? Was it Trinity it was or Shay. was it? Oh, it was Shay, right? Yeah. Shay, and Shay's the one that had black china, and they so shadily cut to Nina Bonina Brown, which I love. Right, and which was all fake. Like Nina, yeah, she's commented. She's like, I knew they were gonna do that. I was talking to James about something else, and then and she said, and I know they're gonna cut to me. Like it was. She, she, she was like, I, I'm, not, I'm over this. Fabulous. Black- yeah, I, I would have played it up. I would have played it. I would have like, oh, I know. Like, I, you know, like, who cares? I mean, to Valentina's credit, she really like owned the 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 ribbings that she got. And I think, I mean, yeah. I, just, I just don't think that Nina is in that place, unfortunately. Right, right, um, right. Valentina was more graceful than Nina in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would have owned it too. I would have like played that shit up to the point that like you knew they weren't capturing a shady moment you knew that they were like, you know what I mean? Like if she really played it up, it would, she would have been clearly in on the joke. So, right. um, but otherwise they just like made her look like she still wasn't over some bullshit. Um, right. um, you know, her, uh, talking to Shay, uh, it, you know, Shay did really, really well the whole season. And I feel like this interview was, it was fine. Uh, we got to meet, uh, who do we meet of her family? Reverend um, Kublai. I love that. Yeah, yeah I love too. that. But but the most emotional part of it was hearing about what the fuck 
Shay's been going through. Yeah. And and it breaks my heart to think that there were fucking assholes anonymously sending her hate mail. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. While all this fucking bullshit was going on and while she was dealing with these tragedies. So, uh, yeah, at, at that point in the show, I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, what a what a mix of highs and lows to have to, like, take yeah. in at once. Like, your career and your professional life and your art is taking off in a way that, like, is unparalleled. And at the same time, your personal life is just, like, crumbling. It's like, oh. Yeah, how, do you, how do you compartmentalize that? Like, yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah, like, one road is going up the mountain and one is going into the ditch. Like, which, how so, do you do both, you know? Yeah, like, so my, the, the respect I had for Shea Coulee af- after hearing that and just kind of realizing probably how fucking strong she needs to be. Yeah. And 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 how awesome it would have been had she won. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I just I just think to climb to the top of that mountain and then hold up the crown and and to know that she emotionally, you know, had to go through so much, but at the same time, I mean, all these queens won. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I hope yeah. she feels that because Shea Coulee, you know, tragedies aside, Shea Coulee is a fucking fierce queen. Yeah. And yeah. I hope she doesn't get lost, you know, like, like many number twos get lost, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I I think that she – I think that there are so many people who wanted to see her win. I think that there's so many things that she can do. I think she's released like three music videos. Like, Oh, like, yeah, I watched some of them. I, I, actually, I watched three of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I liked the most was Cocky. Uh, it's I haven't watched super- them yet. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, so. they weren't. Yes, Shea Coulee is, you yeah. know, not. <laughs> yeah, more like Shea Hulay. All right, Mary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Next. Yeah. Oh, girl, God. bye. That's <laughs> terrible. I know. No, I mean, and and undoubtedly, we're going to see Shea again for All Stars three. I mean, without a doubt. Oh, I hope yeah, so yeah. I, I'm. Her versus Chi-Chi, Could you imagine that lip sync? Oh, oh I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, Trinity's interview was was obviously in comparison a lot more slight and a lot more. I mean, she she was just. I mean, she. I think that's just who she is. You know, like like when RuPaul was like, you know, and people really didn't like you from the start. How did you turn that around? She's like, oh, I got a resting bitch face. You got to get to know me. And yeah, I I think. What I kind of liked about Trinity, even though like there wasn't really much to her interview, what I liked about it was, it's what I what I always like about Trinity is, she's a professional. She's been doing pageants, like she's she's on board. You know what I mean? Like she, there's something yeah. unflappable about her that is really admirable. And it doesn't mean she doesn't break a sweat. It doesn't mean she doesn't work hard. But like, I just like that she she's consistent in who she is, and she's unshaken. And I I just um. I, I really admire her, and I really admire you know, who we saw her to really be from, like, that initial impression. So, oh, oh, completely. I mean, you and I were like, uh, yeah. crickets. Right, right. So, I mean, yeah, rest assured, we are Trinity Taylor fans now. Totally. Um, I will say, though, the best part of that interview for me was Trinity's sister. I mean, oh. Trinity's sister was the fiercest woman or fiercest person in that whole room. Oh, she's great. <laughs> yeah, like, she... I, like, I unwavering. Like, yeah. she wouldn't even let it go. Right, right. And I was like, all right, well, you're related. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, it was... It, it, I, um... I felt... I just... I feel like with Trinity, you know, even though she did not... And we're gonna get to these this lip sync in a minute... Um, 
even though she didn't go all the way, I just feel like, I just think of her as a pageant girl who's like, you know what? You don't win them all. Okay. And you just keep going. You don't win them all. And, and that's just how this shit goes. And there's something about that when I hear pageant girls talk about that, that like, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't, sometimes you play, sometimes you don't. There's there's a real resolve in that. I mean, that's tough to bounce back from. You know what I mean? Like the amount of work and effort and anticipation and hope that that you must put into winning this and to say, okay, didn't win this one. What's next? I, I don't know. I, I, she's another one. I'm really excited to see what she does now that the show's over because I just, I think, I I don't think it's going to, I think that she's, I think she's going to be in all-stars three as well. And I think uh, I'm more than happy to see it. So so let's, I mean, let's get to these lip syncs. Okay, because this is this is it. You know, and the first thing I have to say, oh, no, wait, we have to talk about Peppermint first. So it was the Peppermint, uh, oh, first of all, first of all, do you think that, that the wheel was uh, rigged? Uh, that's a good question. I did think it was strange that the, the wheel was such a big set piece and they spun it once. Once. They only used it once. I was like, yeah, a little weird. A, yeah, um, I mean, I mean, I, I loved, I loved the reference to uh, the Price Is Right. Yeah, big money. Makes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that's even big money's not even Price Is Right. That's um, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Right? Uh, big money. That's press your luck. Press your luck. Press so your it luck. wasn't that, even. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was a she got her wires crossed. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, yeah. sorry. We're kids of the '90s that watched, uh, you know, uh, game shows. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what I know. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think it was. I don't know. It, was, it moved very slowly. <laughs> it did. Did I think it was rigged? I mean, I just think. I think that it. I think that it worked out really well narratively. That it ended up that Sasha and Shay had to lip sync against each other. Certainly. Yeah. But I also think that Peppermint. I mean, Trinity was genuine, and that she was like. I mean, and this is another thing that I fucking love about Trinity. She's like, I want to battle. If we're gonna do this. We're going to do this. Like, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to fuck around here. And apparently what she had said that they didn't show in the, in the finale, but what she'd said at the taping was like, I want a battle, and so I'm going to choose the best lip syncer here, and that's Peppermint. And so she, I mean, again, like, this just goes back to what I was saying about, about Trinity before. Like, I have so much respect for her because she could have chosen, I mean, she could have chosen a weaker, you know, competitor or someone that she thought was weaker, and she's like, right. no, we're gonna put on a show. And I just had love she that. had she gone against Shay, do you think Shay would have won? No, I think Trinity would have won. Trinity would have won. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, I think even this lip sync, you know, it's tough because Trinity came in. I mean, I don't love this song. Like, let's just. I, I, this is not a. This song doesn't really inspire me. Um, to me, there are better lip sync songs, but uh, I think Trinity, it has all the right elements for wow and reveals right which i think was part of choosing these songs yeah um i just it doesn't to me that song kind of sounds like you know like when you hear a song on the radio and it's been compressed so many times that there's there's kind of an impact that's lost compared to like if you listen to something on headphones that's on vinyl you know what i mean it's like it's so different to me stronger feels like a song you're hearing on the radio there's something compressed about it it just doesn't feel as big as it should be you know um, okay, well, it, it certainly lives in a time, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen like a share song, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I some, mean, when Rue was like, "These are some of my favorite lip sync songs," I was like, "Really? This?" Well, I mean, maybe not stronger, but I think so emotional, and it's not right. I oh. mean, like, it's not right is the uh, lip uh, sync a song? Okay? Yes, no, no, that was. 
phenomenal. I'm just talking about stronger. Yeah. Um, I think that Trinity brought a lot to the lip sync early, and Peppermint kind of paced. What she well, and wearing. that's what makes Peppermint's lip sync probably a little bit more professional in that sense, is that she didn't need to give it away mm-hmm. right away. Trinity was, you know, doing fan kicks and cartwheels and spins and mm-hmm. jumps and whatever. Uh, in an almost kind of like, you know, dancing for your life, kind of tap dancing for your life kind of way. Mm-hmm. And then Peppermint had this very poised, very calm, like, I got this. Yeah. I'm about to do a sick-ass fucking anti-reveal. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Ladies turn it and gentlemen, out. welcome to the stage, anti-reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so in that sense, I appreciated why Peppermint won. Because there was an arc, right? There was like mm-hmm. a story. Mm-hmm. Her face was very intense. There was a, a, a professional kind of calmness to it. Now, Trinity slayed that lip sync. Absolutely. I mean, that's the other half of it. Like, I agree with you what you're saying about Peppermint, but at the same time, it's like, oh, but Trinity, like, I mean, she left it all on the floor, you know? And, and we've seen yeah. we've seen that with her lip sync against Charlie. It's like she. She, like, she empties the tank. And I admire that. I mean, that's what we saw with Sasha. I mean, like, just completely committed, did not waste a moment. And there's a lot to be said for that. I I honestly could have seen it go either way, except that Peppermint's reveal was just such a wow moment. That it, I mean, we were going crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it was... And we didn't care that the dress was, was uh, basic. Like, we didn't care. care. Who cares? <laughs> I was like, does not matter because it was. It so was, what? Who cares? So what? Who cares? You know. So I'm wearing a circus drape. Yeah. Like. Oh so well, I feel like we're still wearing circus drapes. Yeah. All right, Peppermint. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was. You know. Yes. It, it was. She was giving you Lord and Taylor, but she was. <laughs> <laughs> It was a total transformation. <laughs> and there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. yeah so that. so uh, on, it really was. No, the yeah. wig, it, it wasn't just it wasn't just the skirt. It was the wig too. I mean yeah. it, was, it was fabulous. Yeah, and, and I love I mean, I love Peppermint with that short hair. I just like when she yeah. in the yeah. in the makeover challenge when they were untucked and she oh, had the wig off. Right, yeah. Oh, the earrings. It's just yeah, such yeah, a good cool. look for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think there are there were certainly people who felt like oh so peppermint won it just for some reveal whereas Trinity was bringing out the whole song and it's like well I think I somebody said about showmanship right and knowing how to go with a song and that you're not it's not 110 percent that the reveal went up to 300 percent because Mm -hmm. it was it was this slow climb I mean when you tell a story you don't want um, or if you're watching a movie, you don't necessarily want it to be 100% the whole time. Like, you want right. suspense. You need levels. You want, yeah. you're like waiting for it. You're like, I'm waiting for it. Like, when she t- reached around to her back, I was like, oh, oh, no. oh bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bitch. All right, all right. And it, it, was, it was just this catharsis. It was yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely that, like, Detox All-Stars 2 robot reveal. Like, okay, oh Like, first the dress oh, opened up, oh. and then the wig came off. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, so so in that sense, I, I would have given it to Peppermint. Yeah. With, But I, I can see why somebody else would give it to Trinity. I, I get it. Yeah. I will say that having two New York queens in the top two was – It was – Pretty was, cool. was pretty pretty New York arrogant worthy, you know? Yes, yes, yeah, totally. I mean, I, I was definitely, I was like, 
I was I was so happy to like be a resident of New York again, so I could like be New York arrogant about it. You know what I mean? Still <laughs> you in, little bitch, right? Right? Still in Sacramento, being like, hmm, oh wow, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, and you know, it just makes Chicago still the second city. So. Oh, baby! <laughs> I can say that I lived there for four years. So that's okay. Yeah, it's like, well, one of these days, Chicago. It's like, you know, it, it's like um, see, Tony Soto is probably like hating on me right yeah, now. It's Tony over. Soto. Yeah, in Chicago as well. Uh, it's it's <laughs> sort of like season seven when when Ginger didn't win. It's like, well. I guess it's still not the year, not a time for a big girl to win. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, still not time for Chicago to win. Exactly. Yeah. One day, one day Chicago will win. One day a big girl will win. One day an Asian person will win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, season. But 10, again, RuPaul, RuPaul is not the type of person that's gonna like be checking boxes. And I don't think right. any winner would want to be like, oh, I'm the Asian one. And the only reason but, I won is because I'm Asian. Nobody wants that. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, no, you should win because you're fucking amazing. And so, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so Peppermint won this one. I think. But I, I just want to say. Just sorry for, mm-hmm. for our Marys listening out there. Ginger Minge, I mean, she could have won that crown, and it went to Violet Chachki. Don't get me wrong. Like, Violet Chachki slays. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, many people believe Ginger Minge should have won. Yeah, I mean, I think... I but, was, you know, we got her, gal. Yeah, they, yeah, right? Yeah, she didn't get it, gal. Yeah, like, she... <laughs> yeah, it, I agree. I think that Ginger could have won... I think if we're going to porch on Ginger for a second, I think the problem was that for most of the season, like, she was really, like, people liked her and she was doing really well. And then I think towards the end, I mean, it was that whole idea of the competition getting to you. Like, she just, it it was kind of hard to root for her. And then all of a sudden, Violet Chachki, it was like, like, she kind of, she grew out of being a, uh, like a little brat, and Ginger grew into being a little bit of a brat, and so okay, right, right, you know, right, right. It's that last oh, impression. That. It's like Tyra Sanchez. They they had to like very quickly make her likable because it was like that was that last impression, you know. So yeah. um, I don't like you. Yeah, yeah. I don't like you. Then I don't like you. So uh, anyway, so, okay. Anyway, the next lip sync. So yeah, Sasha and Shay. I mean, all I have to say, Colin is that every gay man now remembers where they were when petals fell out of Sasha Velour's oh, wig. my God. I mean, <laughs> it was... I, and apparently she had a different reveal uh, planned for Stronger. I don't know. Something in her thigh. I don't know what it was. I'd love to oh, know. Oh, bitch. But, I hope she does it one. I know. But, I mean, when, I didn't know what to expect. I had kind of heard something about roses in uh, the spoilers that I'd heard about the lip syncs, but I didn't really like dig deeper because i wanted some surprise and i mean God. it was My just God. you know the first the, the the first reveal of the glove i was like fabulous yes mm-hmm. and then the second reveal, i'm like okay yeah and i was not expecting anymore no and so so brilliantly sasha told the story right because mm-hmm. when when or your t- or she told a joke right because of the rule of threes right you have mm-hmm. the boom Boom, and then bam. Yeah. And and she, she, it was such a brilliant idea to do three reveals and have the third one be completely unexpected, to be the true punchline, because I was not, not expecting it. Yeah. At I, all. And I'm, I'm good. I'm the kid that calls that a magician, right? Like, I was not expecting this at all. It was, it was just so expertly done and well-timed. It's worthy It's meme-worthy. Yep. Well-timed. It was action. And then, like, what it, I mean, 
it just it, it's such an interesting like, when we compare again i fully believe that i think shay i think shay can do better than what we saw in that lip sync and i don't know why we didn't see more from her there was no there was no like banner moment on that lip sync for Shea Coulee, which is strange. I just feel like she can... We we just saw her do the Final Four Challenge. We know she can dance. Like, she she's a smart queen. I just... And, I, and so I'm not critiquing her. I'm not saying, oh, she did a shitty job. I'm just saying, I know she could do better than that. You know, but it was not only that Shay was not meeting the level that I feel like Shay could meet. It was that Sasha was far surpassing... Like the the difference between the two was so major because Shay was below her best and Sasha was so beyond our, what our expectations were. I just feel like Sasha came prepared for a for a, a finale show with an audience. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we got to see these lip syncs in front of an audience completely changed the energy. Whereas on the show, yeah. it's just it's just the queens in the back. So I think Sasha knew that she was. That she had to bring a performance to, mm-hmm. to please an audience, not a camera. And I feel like Shay might have forgotten that that aspect. Peppermint also remembered it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, Trinity maybe she did have the reveal, but it was a very small reveal. Yeah. Um, to an amazing tug. Okay. Sure. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Shay, I, yeah, I think Shay forgot that it was a live show. Yeah. It, I mean, like the notes that I had was that Shay was really giving me bar performance, and Sasha was giving me you know Rose Bowl realness. I mean, she. Like, it wasn't just Super Bowl. Like, she... Yeah, I think I agree. I think the scale of what they brought to that lip sync was very different. And uh, and what I what I loved is... And we, again, we saw it in her second lip sync as well, and that didn't bother me. But it was that, that depth of emotion that Sasha can bring to a lip sync. I mean, it was so interesting that to take this, like, upbeat Whitney Houston song and to turn it into this... Like, she... she reappropriated it into this almost like it went it was like this obsessive stalker story that she was telling you know what i mean it was mm. so i mean i think amazing yeah i mean it just it was, he loves me he loves me not i mean it was oh it was so cool yeah it was so so cool there was such a so cool, emotional it was so emotional so to me i mean i realize there are people who are big fans of, of shays who who don't want to see that she lost because they felt that she should have won the whole season but like this to me was an inarguable lip sync there was no oh, yeah. Sasha won yeah and you know now that we're kind of at the last round maybe we can kind of breach this topic and porch for a second here mm-hmm. but I'm wondering so now we have a, a top two mm-hmm. that consists of the two remaining contestants that had the least amount of wins yeah and it was so, so bizarre yeah yeah so you have trinity and um shay who are eliminated now it brings up now the big question is this how drag race should end is this how uh, each season should end with this kind of arbitrary almost subjective thing that dismisses the work that shay and trinity have done all season that you know, it's pretty amazing. Now, my argument would be for those people that say, I can't believe this is it. How can RuPaul end it like this? Mm-hmm. My argument is, well, the challenges all had to do with getting to the finale. Yeah. That's all it had to do. Mm-hmm. And then 
they were all great. All the people that ended up in the finale are all great. So you have to choose a winner somehow. Mm-hmm. They're all fucking winners. Let's just let's have a limp sync off, right? Yeah. How else would you do it? Would you have a comedy challenge off? I maybe, maybe. But I, what what it all comes down to is that lip syncing is a very important tradition in drag culture, mm-hmm. and not for nothing. If we're going mainstream and we have to compete with that that lip sync show that's on TV battle. Yeah. Lip sync battle that Mm -hmm. has been completely co-opted by straight people. Right. It's just like, you know what? Let's show these bitches what real lip syncing is. Yeah. And that it's, that it's an art form and that it can be a lot more than this. So in that sense, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's have a lip sync off. Let's Mm -hmm. just fucking do that and make it kind of like this rowdy sports kind of high stakes suspense that's very reality television that's mm-hmm. totally on brand with RuPaul kind of quoting other reality shows. And and now we're taking two, you know, men or, or, or women in drag lip syncing against each other. Uh, that's I think that's brilliance. So so that's that would be my argument against why somebody would say like, well, how can you dismiss all of what Shay did all season? It's like, well, we, we were not. She got the finale and she's fucking phenomenal we have to pick a we have to pick a winner somehow mm-hmm. now if we wanted to pick a winner based on how many challenges you won they could have picked the winner two weeks ago yeah exactly i mean and isn't this when you compare it to like sports and here i am just treading into territory that i have not worn the right shoes for so i don't know what i'm talking about that's homophobic that's homophobic. oh my god this trend of that's homophobic it's like oh it's so 2017 um but yeah it's uh, yeah i i'm still learning that um but anyway i i mean isn't this similar to something like football where it's like yeah like you have to like work your ass American off football. yeah yeah uh, you have to like work your ass off to then get to the Super Bowl, and then you still have to win the Super Bowl. Like it's not right. just like, well, you did really well all season, so now we're just gonna like give yeah. you the, the trophy. Just because you have a, a ten and, and zero record, Ohio State, doesn't mean you should win. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It, 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 uh, sorry, that's that's like college sports deep cut for you, but yeah, um, I don't. Yeah. even that was you, all Greek to me, Mary. Yeah. Yeah, you you. It doesn't matter that you are undefeated. You still have to win in in the final tournament. Exactly. Yeah. And I just and I think that. I understand – I think it's just there's a context that we know Drag Race in. There's this element of, of um, track record. It's something Bob talked about in in season eight. He's like, I have the best track record. I should win. It's something Alaska talked about. It's something that right. is like this understood, trusted thing. But like I have no problem with upping the stakes and saying like, yeah – the season is to get to the finale. and Get to the finale. Frankly, yeah. you should aim to win every fucking challenge. That This is the Olympics. You should aim to win every challenge. And, right. like, and if you win four of them or you win two of them, yes, it matters. But, like, I don't know. I, I just think that, like, I don't think this should mean that, like, there should be this mindset if they do this again in season 10 that, like, I just have to do well enough to get to the finale. And, like, you know, Alyssa Edwards talked about this in season five. She's like, if I got to lip sync every, every, se- every episode, I'll lip sync every episode. It's like, well, it's not about that. It's not right. just about like saving. Right, Coco yourself. said that. Coco was like, "Yeah, you can't just do that." Right. Yeah, this isn't just lip syncing. Right. Yeah, you have to do well. You have to yeah. do well, and it's like, I think, I I like. I mean, I don't know. In retrospect, and maybe I'm saying this because the queen I wanted to win won, but I think I could say this either way. I think that this makes for a more interesting race, you know. And I don't think it takes away the value of doing well during the season. 
it's like the whole idea of like don't save any looks like you should be bringing your a game every episode and not only that because like remember drag race is not just about winning the crown it's about winning over fans and shakule's fan base is huge because they think she's amazing because she won four yeah. challenges so this does oh, yeah. so well you for have to do career. well in the season you have to do well in the season and you're gonna do great you're gonna have great fans just like valentina valentina was slaying every single challenge yeah and she got these amazing fans so and and you know everything that she stood for i just to kind of pick, go a little bit back on valentina i was talking to a lot of valentina fans this week mm-hmm. after last week's episode mm. where you know she sure. was bullied sure. and, and kind of put the ringer. But um, the, what's so amazing about Valentina is that every week she still had her Mexican heritage to the forefront of mm-hmm. every single thing that she did, yeah. which is super important. And one of the reasons why we love Sasha so much mm-hmm. is that her paradigm, her perspective, how she enters drag never changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was consistent. So like if you do well every week and you keep doing you – yeah, you're gonna get fans, and you know what? Fans equal uh, higher booking fees, mm-hmm. and 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 you know shows and concerts and whatever. Yeah. So, I yeah I, I agree with you, Colin. I think you just because there's lip syncs at the end doesn't mean that you shouldn't do well right. throughout the season. Right. Yeah. I I think that I mean Alyssa Edwards was wrong in that sense. Totally. And I think you know in comparison, I mean you look at like you look at Charlie Hyde's for example. I mean. People, if you people are people are always going to think of that lip sync when they think of Charlie Hyde's, and it's kind of unfortunate, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah and so it's like Drag Race. I mean, we talked about this, you know, earlier, like in in the season about like the sense that a lot of queens, more so than in past seasons, queens giving up on the lip syncs because there was the sense of like you just have to get on the show, and there. So there, there is this understood quality now with Drag Race that just being on the show is a platform but it is that platform could crumble right beneath you right like the, people the strength could yeah. yeah yeah the strength of it is based on is how much you bring you know um and so yeah i think it's still really important to do well during the show you know and win as many challenges as you can because like that's that can propel you past a winner you know what i mean like that can you know i I think that, you know, Katya is a great example. I always go back to her because she's someone who didn't win but has had profound success after the show. You know, even on All Stars 2, she didn't win a single lip sync. But then when she opened up her GoFundMe to fund her one-woman show, she met her goal in a day and then surpassed it by double because she just – Fell in love with her. Yeah, people fell in love with her and because she just kept doing her and doing well. So – um, yeah, I'm I'm okay with this being the format going forward, especially because like this final lip sync that we got. I mean, first, it's worth mentioning that we did get to see our our previously reigning queen, Bob the Drag Queen, uh, coming out suspiciously suspiciously tall woman, <laughs> yeah. suspiciously large woman. Um, you know, and Bob was I, I I liked his look, but it was a little bit Bibi Zahara Bidet's like stunt double. You know what I mean? Like it was. <laughs> I know. I know. It was like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, um, yeah. It was. Uh, uh, I was gonna say something offensive. I won't say it. Um, but anyway, thank you. <laughs> it it would have been. I probably would have been wrong. It, it, yeah, we'll just move on. Uh, let's let's talk about. Well, I just want to say, Marys, if any of you out there have thoughts on this format for the finale, and if you don't think it should be the format. 
that's what we want to hear because we need more because we obviously believe that it that it should be and that we want it to be but uh, we want to hear the other perspective. So, yeah. uh, you know, you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or chat with us um, at allrightmary um, and let us know your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, final lip sync. Final lip sync. Um, Sasha Valor comes out with a mask on. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, Sasha Valor comes out as the future of drag. I was just right, like... Right, right, right. Oh, my right, God. Right, I mean... Oh, gorgeous. Because, I mean, Peppermint came out and she was beautiful. And I, I mean, she was... She looked great. Peppermint looked fabulous. And, and she was opulent and, and over-the-top high drag. You know, high classic drag. I mean, but... When Sa... I mean, that look, Sasha, that mask, I just, like... I just couldn't believe it. I just was like, okay, oh my God. yep. Oh my god! Like I knew it's just the from that blood look. coming from the, the blood coming from the little mouth area or whatever that was. I think it was like a like little, little jewel or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I thought it was supposed to be like blood. Like it, oh, it just looked gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, it was when I saw that I was like, okay, she's got something in store for us. And yeah, I mean, this lip sync, Sasha in this lip sync is probably in one of my favorite there were moments of this lip sync there's some of my favorite lip sync moments of of drag race i mean there was that i posted that gif on twitter of of that that meltdown moment that she had and i was like this i mean that was when i had we have to go we have to go i have have to to leave we need to leave i mean it was it was pure daniel the whole time time realness i mean it was that i had i was i was done i was i was like this is exactly the type of drag I want to see. Like that, mm. that, that drama yeah. and that emotion and that intensity, face. that face. performance connection. Yeah. Yes. The way she stayed with that moment and just kept like, and then she's like spinning around. I mean, it was a hole and then she fell on the floor and I know all that was intentional, but it was just, to me, what we were seeing in, in this lip sync was classic, drag new drag and peppermint mm. was doing a fabulous job she was putting on a show she she was great she really was but what we were seeing from sasha was new and was what drag like by crowning her by her winning this lip sync it was drag race the show was accomplishing something you know what i mean sure sure yeah especially after this season that i feel like well, I feel like Sasha went under the radar. I mean, if you, if you watch the season back, Mary's mm-hmm. out there, you're going to see that Sasha Valor was unwavering. And even in the 90210 challenge, like, her looks were all incredibly thoughtful. Yeah. And she has been incredibly thoughtful. The talking head, talking about the issues that she's been talking about. What an important figure now to have in the limelight, right? Granted, Peppermint winning would have been another important figure to have in the limelight. Yeah. Uh but I think she is. I think she is that figure, and she can still be that figure in the limelight. Mm-hmm. Sasha representing a bigger part of of what it means to express identity rather than just trans identity or gender identity. It, there's a much bigger thing going on with Sasha that I feel like is is very important right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and Peppermint has a – there's a documentary that she's, uh, I guess, working on. Right. So, and which is right. great, and I'm really excited about that. And I think that the message and the exposure that Peppermint can bring 
to herself and to the trans community, I think she's absolutely going to be able to accomplish with how far she got and what she did. I think that her mission can certainly be accomplished. I think there are things that Sasha is going to do. I mean, what, I, what I've kind of read is, you know, and what I think Sasha does and what she does with, with this nightgown show in Bushwick is that it's also it's giving a platform to other queens and helping giving mm. a voice to other queens who are doing things different and expanding those boundaries. And I think that that's really, really important and really exciting. And, I mean, of, in terms of winners, I'm, I'm most excited to see what she does of all the Drag Race winners. And, the, like, my excitement about her as a winner... Um, and what her potential is is beyond what I've expected from any other winners, you know. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, I I don't know what to expect from the winner. I think it's all what the drag queens make of their career. Um, mm-hmm. Just because you won doesn't mean that you're going to have more. I mean, granted, she'll have more money. I hope she just puts it in the bank because she lives in New York. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I wonder how she's going to affect change and the fa- and. Just talking to uh, uh, people that have been affected by cancer, people that have been affected just by, uh, you know, non, non-traditional or untraditional, what's the word, uh, uh, forms of beauty. Mm-hmm. I think that she's she's going to she's going to affect a lot a lot of people all over the world. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great. I think when you look at the canon of winners of Drag Race, she she's different, but she she's a very interesting piece of the puzzle that's been added. And when you look at them all together, it's like, oh, wow. Oh, that's like, there is such a, such a diversity of winners and we haven't had one like her. And it's great. I just, I think in the same way that Sharon Needles was something new, in the same way that Jinx Monsoon was something new, you know, even Bianca Del Rio, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this says a lot about the legacy of winners of drag race and like what that can include. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. Just this evolution of drag, um, going from, you know, fashion to performance mm-hmm. and now seeing where it's going now from performance to yeah. almost like, to, to like a life, right. A lifestyle mm-hmm. and, and affecting change. Right. And, and bringing people along on a journey. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess in some, you know, yeah, we talked about that early on, like the evolution. Opening of, up paradigms, right? Like just mm-hmm. shifting people's paradigms now is what drag is, is what, what RuPaul's brand is kind of evolving into, which is great. Mm-hmm. Which is well, yeah, exactly I mean, what it should be. it's that evolution from design to performance to, and it's so timely that it's activism now. And I think that Bob was moving. Bob started that. He was moving the needle in yeah. that direction, but I mean, the context of of the time we're in and. And the time that the season was filmed, I mean, like, I, there, mm-hmm. Peppermint does her recaps on YouTube, and she said, you know, this wasn't, like, the bitchiest season, but she's like, you got to think about it. Like, think about when we filmed this. It was very shortly after Pulse, and it was in the midst of a contentious election, and we all just felt like this was not a time to tear each other down. This was a time to, take, yeah. to support one another. And it was interesting right. to hear that, because we've talked about that idea, but she really confirmed. It's like, yeah, we, we came in in that atmosphere and so like it didn't feel genuine to kind of pull that like let's all just like be bitchy card because it's like we're all kind of in a delicate space and i think if you look at the context of 2017 it just makes perfect sense that this is the type of drag that wins drag race Mm. oh well said colin yeah amen can i get an amen can i get a gay man can i get a gay man Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> Cricket. Yeah. Um, so uh, we should talk about. Uh, I mean, unless you have anything else to say. For no. This I that was episode. season nine, ladies and gentlemen. That was season nine. Season nine times. Um, uh, we should talk about perhaps maybe we haven't really spoken about this. No. Um, you and me, but we can spin for a little bit. Talk about what's uh, what's on the docket for All Right, Mary in the off season and. Uh, you know, maybe uh, we could talk about. Um, well, we'll do last chance lip sync at the end. But mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what are you thinking, Colin? What are we going to do next? Well, I mean, I think, and and uh, yeah, you're you're all being led into behind the scenes of All Right, Mary. We're having a live production meeting here. I think, you know, I I think it could be worth doing a recap of the season, some some lists, some reviews. Uh, Squirrel friends, if you're listening, it might be a good time to. Uh, discuss perhaps having a conversation discuss a conversation mm-hmm. that we could have so uh you know we'll slide into your dms with that one uh we had two <laughs> ideas no because we had some marys who were like are, are you guys gonna go off the air it's like no, no 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 we're not going anywhere we had there's two ideas that we have been talking about and i wonder mary since we do have a little bit of time if we do a recap of the season next week if we put this out to our marys to maybe crowdsource what people would be more interested in um the two things we've talked about: one, we talked about doing a recap of season eight, uh, and and kind of which you know I think could be a lot of fun. I think there's a lot to talk about. I think there's a lot of ideas there. And the other idea we had, which I guess if I'm going to be, I don't want to sway the decision, but I think would be a, a different uh, a different recap of a season is we've talked about going back to the roots and recapping and really exploring season one. Yeah, I haven't seen season one since two thousand and nine. So, I, yeah, I, it's been it's been a while since I've seen it. I mean, the the, the only the only uh, blip is Colin is that we don't have access to season one. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, I believe uh, I believe Amanda um, messaged us that she has the hookup. And, and the other thing to consider as well is that a lot of other people don't have access to season one. But right. what we've been kind of talking about, knowing that a lot of you, a lot of you guys might not have access to season one, and you know maybe Amanda you could help out with that. Um, but I think there's a way that we can talk about it and a way that we can present it that you don't really need to see it because when I think about season one, when we've talked about it, our idea has been like let's really explore season one as the roots of Drag Race and really the mm. origins of a lot of themes and a lot of challenges i mean even though season yeah like what's still there what's not there yeah yeah and and these are legendary queens that you know deserve some airtime so uh i mean i'd be interested in hearing from our marys uh between us doing a recap of season eight which i think a lot more people have access to if they were going to watch along or going back to the roots of season one and exploring that way what are you guys more interested in hearing next like what would you what are you down for um yeah I mean, I have some other ideas, some other little features, uh, you know, reviewing some other things that are related to Drag Race and mm-hmm. maybe keeping up with the queens, uh, maybe, maybe you know, interviewing or, or getting some audio clips from some drag shows. Um, there's some amazing queens out there that, you know, are not on Drag Race that I feel like our Marys all over the world um, can learn about, which I think would be great. I mean, one queen in particular that I saw on Friday was suddenly Seymour. Oh, it yeah. was one of the best shows I've seen in a while. Hmm. Um, right. She not only not only did she sing Hedwig live and she did a mashup between um, Hamilton, the Skyler sisters with uh, uh, an SNL sketch. Oh, um, wow. 
But she also did um, a Bad Girls um, mashup and ended up lip syncing to Joan Cusack's Malibu Barbie speech from Adam Stanley Values. Oh, uh, wow. It was stellar. Stellar I mean, show. Can, can you, she can you she, she even did Ema Sumac. <laughs> I know. All right? the dollars oh you've thrown God. at that. Yeah. Well, I gave her a big $10 bill. I'll tell yeah. you that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the great thing is that, like, we have a lot of time before there's going to be another live season. So we can we can do all kinds of shit. We've got basically the rest of 2017. We got a, we got a whole episode worth of shit. Yeah, we got a whole rack of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I can, we can work. Jocelyn Fox, Jocelyn Fox, if you're listening, we love you. If we can work a, a whole rack of something into every episode, I'll be pleased. Uh, so will Zoe. I know that. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so Marys, we'd love to hear from you guys what what you'd be excited to hear next, any suggestions you have. We're really kind of putting together our off-season schedule here and now. Next week, we will we will do our recap of Season 9, you know, best, best looks, favorite moments, all that shit. And then after that, you know, it's going to be a whole new season of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, well, Mary. If, you are, if you are interested um, and you want to give some feedback – uh, on, on what you'd like to hear, you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter at allrightmary. And of course, you can always go over to iTunes and you could leave us a review, you could leave us a rating, it could be five stars, we wouldn't be mad at it. And uh, especially now as we go into the off season, I mean, there are seasonal listeners and then there's like longtime Marys. And we'd love to hang on to as many folks as possible and Solid reviews on iTunes is a great way to do that. So help a sister out. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Um, so last chance, let's think, Colin, we haven't really had a chance to talk about. Um, mm. If you have something strong uh, to suggest, I'm all ears. Otherwise, I have a, a, a song that I, I feel like needs to be lip sung to. Well, I go for it, Mary. You know, bring it to the runway. <laughs> runway. Run, 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 <laughs> runway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this song, everybody knows, but I don't know why nobody's done it as a lip sync yet. I feel like it's right up Sasha Valor's alley with a lot of emotion. It's Chandelier by Sia. Oh, I'd love to see that. Absolutely. Well, Marys, yes. then we will leave you with that visual of Sasha Valor uh, in our fantasies, co-signing our fantasies, lip syncing to Chandelier. And until next time, I think all I've got left to say is uh, bye. Bye.